This has nothing to do with Watergate. This is it. Kendall, you scared me for a that second. That wasn't heard, even a loud one. I heard you going, hey, and I saw this lion, like, yawning <laughs> over <laughs> behind you. And I don't even know why there's a lion yawning behind you. I saw it out the window of the reptile room, which is where we are. But the and I first I thought, oh my god, that lion yawning out there beyond the window. It sounds just like Kendall when he's fucking yelling <laughs> at the beginning of every episode. Hey! And you know, you are the modern day lion at the beginning of the MGM movie. There you go. You know, some people have the voice of an angel. You have the voice of an angel. I, I have the voice of a lion. You, if you were the king of the forest. <laughs> That's me. That's you. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not no cowardly lion. We don't know what you are. That's a, that's another TBD. Like our store where we're not at. <laughs> Is our store even open today? I, I don't even know. Oh, it better be. Uh, I thought that who's who's minding the cash register if if it's not you. I'm here with you. Oh well, that's a that's a fair point. And Crockpot's here. <laughs> Crockpot's here with the children. She's got them over petting the yaks. Tell me Charles is not running our store. Hopefully it's closed. That's a good, that's a good point. I hope they're closed. Hopefully it's closed. Charles is a contractor. Who knows what he's doing? He's probably at a wrench expo and smack over or something. <laughs> We're going to lose out on so much, so many profits today. A lot of prophets, the prophet Muhammad, the prophet, all the, all, the, all of them. We're gonna miss them all if they if they come by today while we're not there, and we're closed because we're here. Why are we here? Well, That's another question. Cliff, this is not a show about prophets. We are here at the Busheltown <laughs> Zoo and Rye Showcase. Hey, Cliff and Kendall have yet to turn a prophet. If <laughs> if they ever see a prophet, you listeners, you'll be first to know. All right. We'll make we'll take out a full page ad in the Busheltown Weekly. Um, or the Busheltown Gazette. So, Cliff, we're at the Busheltown... Busheltown Street. Examiner. Thank you. I knew, I can never remember. You know I don't read the paper. I, I get it on my iPad. It doesn't have the big title on the front, you know. What you should be doing, though, is what do you do when you're out walking your dogs and they poop? What do you put the poop in? Oh, you know, funny enough that you should say that. Because this week I was out walking the dog and... I went to pick it up, and some, we get these little, like, doggy poop bags. That Like, there's a little mm -mm. roll of poop. I know it's terrible, but listen, this is really funny, because I pulled one out, and it had writing on it. I was like, what does this say? And it said, poop, I, poops, I did it again. And I was like, oh, that's clever. Ugh. And so the whole no. walk, I was like, oops, I did it again the whole way. <laughs> 
Well, at least it just gave you a happy thought about a Britney Spears classic. But no, <laughs> I'm tired of puns. There's too many. I'm over them. And they have to be better than that. And it has to not be printed on an environment-killing poop bag. What you need to do is what they do in Europe. Kendall, don't you know we always need to do what they do in Europe? They've well. got it figured out over there across the pond. What they do is they pick up their poop. And they put it in a newspaper, and then it's biodegrades, biatch. That just sounds gross, though, because then you're carrying around a big soily newspaper with poop in it. It's all gross. (laughs) Kendall, it's disgusting. In a bag, in a paper, and whatever you do, it's shit. It's shit. All right, Cliff. Kendall. I know this episode. Webs, J. Rod. I know this episode is shit, but we got to move back to the topic at hand, 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 hand. We're at the Busheltown Zoo and Rye Showcase, and we are going to be talking about poisonous things today. Poison. Poison. We just tagged along. Because I think, you know, there's a discount for school children. So Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Churn, Mr. Snodbottom, they wanted to bring Fonky and Opie, you know, big first grader and fourth grader. They're just growing up before our eyes, Kendall. Growing like weeds. They have a family pass. You can get oh, up to yeah. six people. How do that you think we got sense. in for free? That's why we came. I didn't. I thought we got in because we were the press. <laughs> we were pressed up against the wall of this uh, booth. That's what we are pressed. <laughs> press, pressed hands. Um. All right, Kendall. Well, we're here, and we've. I'm at least we set up in this air conditioned reptile room. Mm-hmm. I'm at least happy about that here in our booth. And there are reptiles all around, but I feel all right because there's two layers of glass. There's the layer of glass that is our booth, and then the layer of glass that you know is their enclosures. So I feel. Kind of like, you know, we're not going to have a Gila monster just running over your head. Or Cliff, something. I know you watched Harry Potter. Don't you know what could happen? <laughs> I, I do. If you start. <laughs> oh, look, they're all looking over yeah, here. Is... We were, we were speaking in parcel tongue. No, they probably just think that we're a python that ate an elephant or something. <laughs> That corpse over there that's bloated that that python has squeezed all the life out of. Kendo, you went from preaching to meddling, from joking to shaming, and I won't have you do that anymore. Kendo, no more body shaming now that the show's 15 years old. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed anymore. That That's the that's the thing. You stopped, like, saying it so you weren't ashamed. I just stopped being ashamed. I'm like, I am. I is what I is. I is what I is, and what I is is ready to begin. Kendo, what are we going to talk about first? Poisonous animals or poisonous plants? Well, let's save the animals. Since we're at the zoo, we'll save the animals to the second half to get All everybody right. real excited about it. Oh, get excited now, guys, before the, you know, rush. <laughs> <laughs> now we're, we'll start with just regular poisonous things that are just all around us that are dangerous cliff now there are some things i'm sure you're like well duh i'm not gonna be eating that duh. but there's other things that uh, quite surprising there <gasps> you think you were surprised <laughs> i was shocked what about J- Jimson weed, Kendall. Oh, Jimson weed, yeah. <gasps> yeah, green leaves, sometimes tinged with purple. It is so unsafe if you just happen to even inhale it, Kendall. Oh, my God, it can lead to nausea, vomiting, and hallucinations. So if you see someone say there's a big field of Jimson weed, you better hold your breath, baby. <gasps> 
Where did that grow? Do you know? It, all over. It could be growing right behind you right now. Great. Something else for me to worry about. Mm. Well, you know, Cliff, alcohol theoretically is poisonous to, to adults. That's why we have all those effects when we drink. It's, but, but uh, it's a little bit of poison. Just a little. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah, well, I was just getting that one out of the way. I just want to say, alcohol's poisonous, right. but here's the bad ones. But alcohol so, doesn't just grow. There's not just like a big bubbling stream of alcohol you better avoid. You gotta well, go to the is, frozen freezer section in the gas station for that. That is correct. That is correct. But you do want to avoid those wild mushrooms growing all around, because some of them might make you happy. Some of them might kill you. Some of them might make you sad. Might make you happy and your relative sad at your funeral. <laughs> and some, but see, you have to have an expert in mushrooms to be able to identify them. There's a lot of apps out there that say, oh, you just take a picture of this mushroom, we'll tell no, you uh-uh. if it's. Nuh uh. Don't trust it. Don't Dangerous. trust it. Kendall, what about this iPhone? Do you trust the iPhone? Because I have a new one and it has the face recognition. Is it just the FBI watching me? Every time I <laughs> log on, what do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I hope that there is somebody in some FBI warehouse watching you sign on to your phone every few seconds. Because uh, I just always think of that when I'm on the toilet or something, you're looking at your phone and you accidentally hit something and the camera comes up and you're like, oof, God, this terrible view of me. Can you imagine if FBI people are just having to watch us like that? Poor FBI people. I'm sure, that, you know, this... With the job market the way it is, a lot of people are, you know, doing that, I guess. I don't, but it's a horrifying prospect. Has anyone thought of the repercussions of, of all of this technology? Anybody, anybody, anybody. They're going to need mental health experts to help the FBI. Cliff, but speaking of that, something that is really funny. So my dad, you know, is, he's in his 90s and he's having a hard time hearing on the phone. And so they, the doctors got him this special phone that, like, writes out everything as you talk you know so like it's like you have your own subtitles that's fine yeah not not that he does not that he looks at it he only looks at it when he thinks it's real funny and he's like and he starts reading after he's like and that's that you know he just reads whatever i said but i just pictured because i looked it up to find out how it works i'm like how do they know this there is somebody paid to listen to that phone conversation And write it out, and I thought, this poor person that is listening to this conversation between me and my father, where he's just like, well, it's hot. And I'm like, yeah, it's hot. It just, we talk about nothing. And so I just feel so bad for these people. <laughs> I have to sit and listen to these old people talk about nothing and write it all out. What if they were having phone sex or something, well, like a 900 number? What if you called a 900 number and they were like, hey, my hand's on your thigh. Are they going to type that out, <laughs> something so filthy? <laughs> I guess, Cliff, that's the job. That's the job. You know? It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Got to get to it. Somebody's got to. Yes, yeah, I was singing oh, a classic you, from you, Straight Talk. A lovely song. He's singing that. Wonderful. Uh, here you are. I was seeing a lion behind you, boy, out the window, and he was yawning. And for, for a moment, I thought it was singing that song. Oh, my. Oh, dear. What a funny mistake. That is a sudden mistake. I wish, you know, it would be like we were in The Lion King if all the lions just started to sing. Oh, that what, don't you wish we were in The Lion King? Don't you? know? I don't. What happened to Mufasa? <laughs> he was trampled. I Kendall, know. that could have been us. Well, what, so we're in here talking about poisonous things. What are you guys up to? Oh, oh. Well, dear. 
it's funny you should say that. You know, daffodils are actually very poisonous. So I always call him Daffodil, but he, of course, Daffodil's a wonderful name, and I love my Daffodil, but Daffodils are very dangerous, so don't eat them. Oh. Oh, well, sugar sugar lump, uh, of course, sugar lumps themselves can be very dangerous to your teeth, (laughs) so I don't recommend those either. Although, of course, for you, dear, it's a term of endearment because of how sweet you are. (laughs) Thank you, Daffodil. Daffodils are so gorgeous and beautiful out in the oh. out of the open field. I just love to look at them, just well, like you, dear. Yes. Oh, oh, Sugarlum. That reminds me. We've got to go see. They're going to be feeding the elephants. Don't we? Don't want to miss that in the elephant enclosure. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Let's go do that, dear. And I also want to check out the rye showcase to see what they've got on display. Oh yes, I hear they have almost every variety. I'm glad I brought my camera. Oh, I'm so excited. We'll let you get back to the show and have a good one, dear. Have a wonderful day. We're going to go look at the elephant. Oh, an elephant never forgets. He knows when he Never forgets. I hope it, you know, so you know that poor elephant, if Mr. Snowbottom has a bowel attack, it is just going to, the elephant will never forget that. What a horror, it's a curse, really. Ouch, ouch. Cliff, uh, if you are ever eating cherries, you got a big bowl full of cherries. Life's a bowl of cherries, Kendall. Come on. Dig into it. You better be careful of those pits because they're poison. Well, nobody eats those. You spit them out. Well, I'm just telling you. Well, Kendall, I'm just telling you this. Now, the lantana plant, it's (laughs) colorful. It's bright. Children are naturally drawn to its beautiful colors and blissful aromas. But, oh God, it's toxic and poisonous. So if you see lantana around your children or your dogs and cats, Kendall, your dog that you're just carrying around the shit in those little... Plant, planet killing bags. The dog could die. He doesn't even have to eat bitter nightshade, which is commonly found in creeks, gardens, and parks. I hope not in zoos. These vines or shrubs Ooh. have been found to cause livestock and pet poisoning. And these look like red grapes, is what they look exactly like. Oh my God, bitter nightshade. Kendall, that sounds like a nightmare before Christmas ingredient. Yeah. Well, why do they make so many things that are so dangerous just all just sitting why? around? God, why would you do this? God? Well, deadly nightshade can be bad, but also, Cliff, did you know that bitter almonds might have an alluring scent to them, but eating them in their raw form will kill you? Oh, but what an alluring scent. The seeds contain cyanide in amounts that can be potentially lethal, so you can ingest just 12 bitter almonds. It has been shown to provide a dose of cyanide large enough to kill an adult human. That's why cyanide smells like almonds. Did you know this? Well, I think I have heard that before. That is very interesting. So I wonder if they extract it from almonds. I don't know, but I'm I'm afraid of all those almonds. I'm not going down the nut aisle in the grocery store anymore, just in case. Although, you know me, I got to go get some cashews. I know you don't want them, but I eat them by the bag full. Kendall. Why can't they be poisonous? Uh, a lot of people consider you poisonous, just in a toxic <laughs> kind of workplace in way. Low doses, you're fine, though. <laughs> Kendall, this sounds like something that Dolly would sing about, but Mountain Laurel. Oh, my God. The gorgeous blossoms 
They're beautiful and white with pink spots and they have this beautiful design. Oh my God. So deadly though. After consumption, people may suffer from a burning on the lips, mouth and throat, and then you die. It's <laughs> horrible. Avoid the mountain laurel. Don't let, don't eat it. Don't let your children eat it. Keep it away. Keep it away now. Keep it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Uh, Cliff. Now, a lot of people, uh, you know, you know better than to do this. But I do. I know I do. But people that can, like, you know, they just brush their teeth. If you decide to swallow your toothpaste mm-hmm. and you and you swallow too much of it, it can cause intestinal blockages. And has fluoride in it, and it can cause a heart attack. So make sure you spit out your toothpaste. Oh, uh, well, who wants to swallow the toothpaste, though? It doesn't taste that good. Well, I wouldn't want to do it. But, I, you know, somebody I knew once, they said, oh, I just swallowed my toothpaste. I'm like, that's terrible. That's probably dangerous. And they're like, no, it's fine. No. Now I could go, if I knew who that was, and I could go back in time, they might be dead. They're dead. I'm sure you went to their funeral, and people were like, we don't know what did it. They was just out of the blue one day. <laughs> Too bad I wasn't there to help. Kendo, you're trying to freak people out about their toothpaste. I'm far more afraid of the stinging nettle. It's just growing out there wild in the woods. And it looks Ooh. just like a plant with leaves, these green leaves. Looks almost like a scarier version of a lettuce. But if anyone touches the leaves or the stems, there are needle-like hairs that inject formic acid into your skin and it's just oh god what a burning and itchy rash the nettle that stings um yeah i have touched singing nettle before how tell us tell us your entire experience where were you why were you touching things i wasn't i wasn't planning on like let me just go touch this stuff but it, it looks like normal just foliage and greenery and i I think I might have been pulling weeds or something. I don't know what it was, but I I got it and it and it hurt. Felt like I was being shocked, and it it, it felt like fiberglass was stuck in my skin. Like yeah, it looks like a weed that you would pull, but don't yeah, don't now. Kendall, this That's next one too many things. This next one I've got. It really does remind me of you. It's called the giant hogweed, and it's a sort of umbrella-shaped flower that is, that is in itself is not dangerous to the touch, but the sap. And that's why it reminds me of you, Kendall, because you're such a sap. <laughs> you're, you're sap. Yeah. Uh, not the title giant hogweed, which also is reminiscent of you, but didn't connect right away. The toxic chemicals in this Kendall weed, I mean hogweed, the toxic chemicals <laughs> make the skin sensitive to sunlight. Oh, my God. This is vampires. It, it, this causes vampires. Giant hogweed causes vampirism. Finally, someone's connected the dots, and it was me. Whoa. Now that you just you just dropped a bombshell here. Bombshells are falling. What is this? Berlin in the thirties? I don't know. Is that when that happened? <laughs> Cliff, do you ever uh, just drink castor oil for any reason? Like when you have uh, when you have a blocked up bowel system, you need to like, get, get yourself all. I don't know that I've again. ever sat and drank any kind of oil. I know when I played the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, my big line was oil can. <laughs> but that's the closest I've ever come. Well, I know that, like, my parents, when I was younger, they'd say, oh, just, you know, get some castor oil if you, you know, have a backup and it'll help you out. And I think I did when I was a kid. But castor oil, uh, if, if it's improperly made, 
it can actually kill you as well. It contains ricin, which is a poison that can cause nausea, diarrhea, fast heart rate, seizures, and death. Now, you know, at first you might be like, ooh, diarrhea, it's got it flowing, but then you're dead. Then you're dead. Soon you're enjoying diarrhea one minute, and then the next minute you are dead. <laughs> because of the <laughs> ricin. The way of it. And that reminds me, Kendall, of Breaking Bad, because I believe Walter White used some ricin oh, to do some bad. Yeah. At one point. And speaking of Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad fans will remember that Walter White used the lily of the valley, the sweet looking plant, for some not so sweet deeds, Kendall. He used it for paws and purposes. And because consuming the toxic compounds inside lily of the valley can send people to the hospital with. Dizziness or dizziness, as I like to call it, (laughs) vomiting, rashes, and diarrhea. Just like Kendall was talking about that diarrhea everybody gets from all these things. And if left untreated, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, they they even can cause a Breaking Bad type death. Ouch! Ouch is right. Now, did you did you say anything about water hemlock earlier? No, I was too busy thinking about that quote from Batman where he says, "Never rub another man's rhubarb because of you know the stems of the rhubarb, the leaves will shut down your kidneys if you eat oh. too many rhubarb leaves." I better cancel that rhubarb pie. Uh, but no, never rub, never rub, never rub, never rub, never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> Water hemlock has been deemed the most violently toxic plant in North America. Uh-oh. It's a large wildflower in the carrot family. So, see, that's why I stay away from carrots, just to be safe. <gasps> what if they're tainted with this? What if they, What if it's hogweed and you become a vampire, for God's sake? Well, that may be better than eating hemlock. Oh! Because that's going to kill you. Uh, it has circutoxin especially in its roots, and will rapidly generate potential fatal symptoms in anyone unlucky enough to eat it. Oh, my. What a terrible way to go. It does sound bad. It does sound really bad. I'm not going to lie. It sounds really bad. But what about, oh, my God, this plant. It's so... uh, It just this this name of it does not remind me of anything in particular. Like some people call it dumb cane, uh, some people call it <laughs> elephant ear. I like to call it diphenbachia, because uh, you know that sounds scientific. But if you ingest this, and it, this is just a leafy green plant, the the leaves they're dark around the edges, sort of light light green in the middle. Oh God. Your airways are going to swell shut. And even if you just brush Ooh. against this, even if you're just, you know, at a poison plant place, you just brush against it, you're going to get some burning and itching. You're going to think, what is it? Did I get a venereal disease at the plant store? Nope, it was just the dumb cane or elephant ear. Well, darn. Well, that darn. That sounds horrible, too. That's All right. These- all these poisons, I just, I'm gonna have nightmares. Cliff, um, Cliff, um, so, there's another plant that's dangerous that actually killed a famous, per- well, a semi-famous person. Oh, let the me mother- guess. A plant. Well, wait, who was it? Who, ki- who did it kill? Then I'll guess the plant. It killed the mother of Abraham Lincoln. 
Oh, says yeah, he's only semi-famous. Uh, the mother, what do you think? All right, he <laughs> was born. Her. She's semi-famous. All right, where was he? Him. He was in a log cabin where in Illinois. Is that where he was Illinois. born? Illinois. Yeah. Log cabin in Illinois. Back then, what would she have had that killed her? Maybe she got caught in a hydrangea bush with the evil no, cyanide-filled hydrangeas. No. She was actually drinking milk, Cliff, but the milk came from a plant. I mean, sorry, the milk came from a cow that had drank. No, let me start over. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I can't get this out. But she was drinking milk. The milk came from a cow that had ingested the plant white snake root. Mm. Ouch. It's a North American herb with flat topped clusters of small white flowers and it contains a toxic alcohol known as trimetol. Oh, isn't that awful? She was killed the mother of our gayest president dead yeah. of milk from what trimetol drinking cows. Mm. That's, That's awful. She had abdominal pain. They thought it was, they called it milk poisoning. It's uh, awful. Uh, oh, no. Now, another one. On a different note, but also about poisons. And this is also related to a famous person because uh, the, this is was in uh, the title of an Oprah's book club pick. Oleander from the oh, book yep. White Oleander. Because, you know, eating only a small part of this plant, which can be white, pink, or red, oh my God, can be so fatal. In one case, just one leaf was enough to harm an innocent child. Symptoms of poisoning include drowsiness, slowed heart rate, and shaking. So before you see somebody on TikTok and you think, oh, they're doing a new shaky dance, they could be having a reaction to Oleander. And a bonus, bonus tip, if you want to read White Oleander, I suggest listening to the book on tape read by... Who do you think reads White Oleander, the book on tape? Very famous. A very famous person? No, a very famous plant. Uh, does Oprah read it? Yes, a very... F- it was Oprah, yes, right, yes. <laughs> it was, she's fantastic. You know, Cliff, now this one might surprise you, um, but in fact, it is one of the most deadly plants in the world, even though it's not something you might think is just poisonous, but people smoke this all the time. It's tobacco, Cliff. Uh, It causes more than 5 million deaths per year, making it the most deadly plant in the world. Oh my god, that is deadly. What was it again? Oh, tobacco. Now, Kendall, this next one is so poisonous, but you really can't get away from it. It is in the title of a great Barbara Streisand Christmas song. It's like, it must have been the mistletoe, the lazy fire, the falling snow. And it, we all love it. We all love to suck face beneath it. But, my God, this parasitic plant, which, I mean, you probably hang this up and you're, you're just French, Frenching below it and not even thinking about the death of 
that it causes. Oh my God, gives you digestive problems, slows your heart beats, halogenic, halluc, sorry, hallucinogenic. <laughs> it's even it's, it's that weird. The effects in oh large doses. So just think of that next time before you stick your tongue down somebody's throat beneath a harmless, and that's in quotation marks, sprig of mistletoe, Kendall. Uh, I was wondering if that had something to do with why we kiss under the mistletoe. Probably so, because you kiss under it, and it makes you think about dying and the sweetness of life. I don't know. Yeah, 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 Oh, it's, you know, the uh, lie can travel around the world before the truth gets its goddamn pants on, Kendall. And that's something that everybody should know. <laughs> oh, it's time for the games where that makes you feel dumb. Things you should know. Uh, and now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Kendall. Oh, no. Oh, every... Everybody should know all these poisonous things. So this whole show is really a big things you should know episode. It really is the whole thing. But now, Kendall, unfortunately, I had my things you should know. They were all ready, and I dropped them down a, an open manhole on the way here. <coughs> but I did stop at the Dollar Tree, and I, they had some trivia card games. And for a dollar twenty-five, oh. I don't know why I bought these. I bought one for. It's the office <laughs> trivia and Seinfeld trivia. And I, I, let's let's face it, everybody. If I don't use them here on the show, they'll never be used. So, Kendall, in, uh, in that what, spirit... What, did you want to find something I would know even less answers for? Fuck you, Kendall. You've, <laughs> you've seen The Office. You are aware of Seinfeld. Kendall. Oh. This is right up your alley. All right. Who remember this is all this is from the office box. Okay. So the office is what we're talking about, Kendall. Scranton, Pennsylvania, Dunder Mifflin, get it in Got your it. head. Who started the fire? According oh, sorry. Who started the fire prompting Dwight to rewrite the Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire? Uh was that Kramer? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> was that, uh, Toby? No, Kendall, stupid fucking Toby. It was Ryan. <laughs> oh, I didn't like Ryan. Well, this is not a popularity contest. This is a I know. trivia oh. showdown with Dollar Tree. This costs a dollar twenty-five for me to ask you that, Kendall. So don't, <laughs> don't give me any I, guff. Yeah, I think you could prorate it per question. All right, Cliff, what was the only film starring Mae West and W.C. Fields? Was it My Little Chickadee? Yes, it All was. Right. Hot damn. Hot, hot damn. I'm on a roll uh, with one question <laughs> answered. I'll, I'll take it back down. All right, Kanto. Who <laughs> claimed to not be superstitious, but only a little stitious? In the office. Who, who said that? Uh, mm, Claim to be... Uh, was that... Um, oh, God. What's her name? The, I, I can't think of her name. The blonde hair... Uh, the one that loved cats. No. It was... Michael Scott. 
what, what was the woman's name with the blonde Angela. hair? Angela. Angela, thank you. Um, I don't know why I wanted to call her something else. Uh, Clip, what was the... Or Sorry, who tramped through Florida looking for the Fountain of Youth? Was that... Was it Don Quixote? No, it was no, Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon, that's right. And uh, Don Quixote, he was looking for the uh, uh, fountain soda, I think. I, I don't remember. <laughs> soda fountain. Soda fountain. All right, Kendall, you were bombing so hard on those questions about the office. I'm switching over to my Seinfeld pack. Oh, good. All right, so here you go. What famous Seinfeld prop is in the Smithsonian? And I'll give you a hint. Oh, it, I know. It, you don't have to give me a hint. Uh, the fluffy shirt? The puffy shirt. Yes. I've seen it. I said fluffy. I meant puffy. There you go. You Look go, at me. There you get, go. Getting answers. All right. The, how the tide is turning, and I love it. Cliff, uh, speaking of the tide, what was the name of Charles Darwin's survey ship? The Evolution Tide. No. Oh, the Beagle. The Beagle? <laughs> How is that related to a tide? Because it was a ship. Oh, now I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I guess that does relate. Checks out. All right, Kendall. It does check out. What was going to be Kramer's only line in a Woody Allen movie being filmed in the neighborhood of Seinfeld. Um. No. No, it was. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Oh, I do remember that line now. I know. That question's making me thirsty. No. I'm thinking, yes. Yes, that's me. What is the common name for acetosilic acid? That is gonna be uh oh that what is that acid? The name of that acid is shampoo. No, see I thought it was gonna be that too. It's aspirin. Oh, you big aspirin. It must be a very close, different type of acid. That what? It's just so close. All right, Kendall. Well, that's all you should know. That's all you should know, too, Cliff. Join us next time for more things you should oh know. Oh, my God. Look, Mrs. Potter about a show, she looks so miffed. We, I've got to go out there and find out what it is Ooh. on my way to get a milkshake. What What has happened? I hope she, I hope somebody didn't eat some doll's eye. I don't. Uh, Poison. Yeah. Well, let's, 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 uh, my fingers are crossed. For that as well. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Let's go check it out. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Last year in the United States, the common cold was responsible for 50 million lost workdays. So the makers of Drixoro, the 12-hour cold medicine pharmacists recommend most, proudly suggest that the nation tries Drixoro. That way, Americans everywhere will feel well enough to create new excuses for not coming into work. Drixoro, the pharmacist's favorite. Use only as directed. And now, whether you like it or not, Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Sure, sure. 
Remember those breathing techniques that Dr. Blathers taught us on while we were sitting next to him on the bus a few weeks ago. You've got to breathe oh, yes, dear, in like you're smelling Yes, Hold like you're smelling five. a flower, like some sort of beautiful flower. And then you breathe no. out like you're blowing out a beautiful birthday candle. Sugar I, I do hate to interrupt you too, but we we have started the second half of the show. Now, what what is going on, Mrs. Butter 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 Turn? What is wrong? Why are you so oh, you just so Twitter painted and Adult painted? It's just With terrible. Both. They claim to have a rye showcase here, where they're growing different types of rye and trying to explain what they are. I went on a whole tour all across the world talking about the wonderful things of rye, and do you know they have wheat, barley, and oats, and they're calling them rye? Oh, Can you believe it? Oh, oh sugar lump. Oh. You've simply got to get the attention of the manager of the rye showcase, and I'm sure they'll be eager to take in all of your wisdom and expertise, dear. Oh, oh dear, I yes. intend to. And they've oh, got them planted my. deeper than one and a half inches deep, oh. which is absolutely wrong for rye. Of course. Uh, well, okay, well, let's just hold off on that. I, th- I think that you might do better, and you'll agree, etiquette-wise, you'll be better suited to speak to the uh, curator of the showcase or whoever once you've calmed down a little bit and the thing... To help all of us calm down, all four of us, is a little hot subjects, I think. Our news no, are goodness, s- dear. Oh, 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 so many my. people are going oh, by seeing no. the terrible things it's that are misrepresented. Not, oh, my bowels. Oh, uh, no, look. Whoa. It's going to be fine. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. There you so let's, go. let's just take a breath, like Cliff said, and get right into some <laughs> and get right into some hot subjects. These are very hot, and I can't really believe we're talking about them on the air, but I do think that, that we'll all feel better once we have talked about them. So, Kendall, I've got one to start us off here. Do it. This hot subject. Oh, God. These ads. I could kill the people on this Ugh. Do you hate the ad? Sorry, there was just a, a truck driving yes, by with an ad on it, and I wanted to vomit. All right, anyway. I, I'm so sick of them. This hot subject, though, is ad-free, and it's firefighters in Britain. They use... Oh, gosh, sorry. Whew. You're going to all be doing the same thing in a minute when you hear this. The firefighters <laughs> in Britain, they conducted an unusual rescue. When a caller reported a man who needed being helped... Sorry, this is who wrote these. Our writers are the. Do is it is it just is it artificial intelligence that's doing? Were they maybe? poisoned? Poison. 
Possibly poison. Anyway, firefighters oh, in Britain not. conducted an unusual rescue when a caller reported a man who needed help extracting his hand from the back of a sofa. Oh, my gosh. The oh. Stapleford Fire Station in England said in a Facebook post that a crew responded Tuesday night to a report of a male with his hand trapped down the back of a sofa. Oh, the post said firefighters were able to help the man extract his hand. Thank God. Gosh, he was not seriously injured, but sustained oh, slight reddening to his hand, the Post said. It really isn't just fires, firefighter Gavin Wilson said. He said, I'm pleased we're able to help the man without hurting him further and also without damaging his sofa. So give a hand to your local firefighters when you see them next time. Oh, man. Well, I wonder what he was going after. In that couch, with some loose change, to be drop a. It would, if it would be me, I would have dropped a Reese's Pieces down there or something. I had to get it. I'm sure if it was me, I would be looking for the damned remote control, which always just goes missing. <laughs> Iceland. Now, I know that might not sound hot to you right away, but they have been having a problem Uh-oh. with. Uh, you know, it's a smaller community on this uh, in this island, Uh-oh. and that seventy percent of them living in and around the capital of Reykjavik are actually related Uh-oh. because it's such a small community. So when people wanted to get on dating apps, they're like, "How do we do this? We're gonna be, you know, Uh-oh. there's gonna be people we're related to. We want to cut them out." So they have updated this dating app so that it will, with just a few clicks, bring up people that are not related to you. I think we could all use that, right? How would you use that? Well, I, okay, I wouldn't. I mean, I meant just general. Everyone could use that if they're on a dating app. I guess. Guess you got me. Yeah, I'm not sure what a dating app is, uh, dear, but I do need to get to the manager to talk about the ride. Yes, boys, this is no time to talk about carbon dating. <laughs> Why, if I'd known you were so interested in the subject, I would have brought my a volume of the Encyclopedia Britannica, which contains the entry. Oh, but now's not the time, boys. Mr. We should be going. Well, uh, hold on, now, well, Cliff. You got another weird, or sorry, I keep calling it weird news. It's you got another hot subject? It's a hot subject here today, Kendo, in the booth in the reptile room. A New Jersey woman was awarded a Guinness World Records title when the organization verified her collection of nearly 700 pizza-related items, and it's the largest mm. in the world. She And I saw, I, I just couldn't bear to watch the whole thing because it's so boring, but it's 30 minutes of her <laughs> on YouTube saying, Counting, she's got her collection and she's counting one, two, but it's all different things. It's T-shirts, it's books, it's uh, bedpans, it's potholders, it's cute hats, it's fuzzy pizzas for the dog to chew. All things pizza. Uh, well, I prefer pizza in its natural form, just pizza. I don't, I don't want a bedpan pizza. That's all I have to say about that, Kendall. <laughs> but if you, you know, if you want to see the collection, it is on YouTube. Just Google up pizza collection, and in a bit, you will find it. Well, at some point when I got thirty extra minutes sitting around, I'll, I'll check it out. Well, at some point, Kendall. At some point. 
indeed. Oh, oh boy, uh, uh, we about finished with this. Oh, my. Uh, we're just getting started, we Mr. Snowbottom. Party's getting started, guys. It's getting, it's getting hot in one here. One woman, this one woman was so horrified by her dad's behavior when he temporarily moved into her house that she felt she had no choice to kick him out. Now, can you imagine what mm. he did to this person? Probably put his finger in their peanut butter. Oh, it's even worse than that. Oh, worse. Worse. She said that for that for a couple weeks, everything was fine, but suddenly there seemed to be a change in the behavior because he started making insensitive jokes about her cat. Oh, dear. You should never make insensitive jokes about someone's cats if you're living with them. And so she kicked him out, gave him the old boot. Can you believe oh, that? Oh, gave him the pussy boot. I can see why. Puss, talk about your puss and boots. <laughs> Kendall, uh, I have another hot subject over here. You know, top-rated professional eater, Joey Chestnut, broke a new world record for the sport of eating when he ate 32 servings of popcorn in eight minutes. Ooh. Now... He has won 15 times the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in my hometown, New York City. But this is the first time he has downed 24-ounce servings, 32 of them to be exact, in eight minutes. So that's just a lot of ounces. And I'm assuming it looks like a lot if you see it all right there together. Oh, that is too much popcorn to eat at once. Oh, yes. It sounds like quite a waste of corn and kernels. He may need some castor oil to get that passed. Oh, I'm going to assume he has some in the cupboard at home. (laughs) Someone like him. I would hope so. Well, you're probably right. I would would hope so as well. You know, it's funny. I've been craving popcorn for days. And when you just brought it up, I'm like, ooh, I really could use some popcorn. Wonder if they have any around the side of the reptile room. Anyway, uh, I've got one more hot subject for you. All right. This woman's sister, uh, she's very mad at her because she was laughing at her name that she named her baby. Now I know people get real upset when you get angry at what you what they name their babies, but this baby's name was a combination. But let's be real. Some babies have the stupidest fucking names. It's off the record. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the point I'm about to make, Cliff. The, uh, this kid's name is a mixture of the two parents' names, Sam and Ella. So they named the kid Samnella, which the sister just laughed during the baby shower saying, that's just too close to Salmonella. And the sister got so mad, she said, you've ruined my baby shower and she kicked her out. But I'm sorry. If somebody names their baby Salmonella, I'm going to laugh too. I don't know if I'd laugh as much as I'd call human services <laughs> insane. Report them. There's a child abuse, oh child abuse. If you're finished, I do think we need to get going. I'm afraid that so many people are going through the right exhibit and not getting the right information. Oh, I shudder to even think of that, dear. Let's go find the person right away so you can set them straight. Oh, oh. Finally. Yes, dear. Where, where do you think we can find them? Where, where's the manager for the right Oh, she, I, she's pretty angry. Pretty angry. Well, you know, she's... But I think the calming nature of Hot Subjects did help a little. It helped me. She's going to be, you know, just a lot more cogent in her argument. Yeah. 
for, you know, helped you too. So, you know, help, there's help to go around that's what, today, well, Kendall. That's a good thing. That's what we always do is help people. Yeah, I, yeah, think, so. I think so. Now, now, now speaking, of help, speaking of help, there could be somebody out there right now thinking of buying a new pet for their beloved child. And that pet could be one of the most poisonous animals on earth. Mm. And it's up to us to tell them about all of them. No exceptions. And so people who are in the pet store now listening on your phone, before you check out with that duck-billed platypus in your cart, you may want to stop and think, stop it, look and listen. What do you think, Kendall? Oh, I thought a duck-billed platypus would make a great pet. Sorry, I almost spit out my drink, Kendall, because no. Oh, my God. You're probably thinking venomous mammals since when? Well, since now, Kendall. (laughs) One of the most venomous of mammals, and also it lays eggs, so you know something weird's going on from the start, and it's the duck-billed platypus. Oh, God. It also has the remarkable ability to defend itself with venom-delivering ankle spurs. Now, it's not... Fatal, not fatal to human, but it is said to be excruciating. Well, that's even oh. worse. And it is enough to paralyze and kill your dog that you just picked up the poop and you and it's in the oh, plastic no. bag. Well, in then your I'm, hand. I'm that dog returning that dead. duck-billed platypus right away. <laughs> Definitely, don't let Winston Churchill's fascination with the duck-billed platypus <laughs> make you into another Churchill. Come on. So um, that that wouldn't be the reason that wouldn't be the reason people call me another Churchill. It's because you never give up, Kendall. You I, did, never I never do. Uh, you you brought up Gila monster, a Gila monster just a minute ago. Well, that's another pet you don't want to have because a Gila oh monster is one of the God. Most I was just going to send one to Fonky for her birthday. Oh, you better be glad I intervened, Cliff. They are the most venomous lizards to humans, and a bite it again may not be fatal, but it can cause severe pain, drop blood pressure, and hemorrhaging and. Uh, could take up to five days to recover from that bite. Oh, who, and who's got five days? I mean, right? Not me. I don't got 30 minutes uh, to watch a pizza video. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I just watched highlights, <laughs> short highlights. Kendall, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not a cone snail. Oh, we've all heard of the deadly cone snail. Now, and when you're looking at sea snail shells washed up on the beach, you wouldn't think a marine snail could be deadly. You're like, they're pretty. They're shiny. I want to put them in a jar in my bathroom. But cone snails do more than just slither over rocks. They live on the seabed and hunt fish by sending out a hollow, venom-filled harpoon thus immobilizing any curious passers-by. The snail then opens up its mouth and sucks its helpless quarry inside, alive and paralyzed. That is fascinating, Cliff. You know how I knew that, though? From our snail show. From our snail episode, yeah. Yeah! It's so funny, isn't it? Webs, J-Rod. Everything is connected like a web. It is. Now, Cliff, here's one that I knew was poisonous. 
and I stay far, far away from it. That is the brown recluse spider. Oh, oh, don't you, don't you hate, speaking of webs, don't you hate the brown recluse spider? Now, I've gotten better about spiders, and you would be very, very proud of me. There is a huge spider, about the size of a quarter, that is living on my back, or it has been living on my back deck, and I left it alone. I was like, look, I'm going to let him stay there. I just belched in his face and walked away. And, <laughs> see, but that then, shows you're comfortable around but, him. But then, it, see, but then. fate turned on me because... Then I came out the other day, and he's gone. And I thought, A, he hates it here and doesn't want to live around me. Or B, he's hiding somewhere. And so that that made me terrified. I thought, I was fine when he was there, and I could just see him. But now I'm like, I don't know where he is. He might be in my bed trying to get me at night. Well, I would be less worried about that spider than about all funnel web spiders Kendall. no thank you oh no my thanks. gosh so if whenever uh, did this spider was its web in the shape of a funnel i hope not no because the funnel web spider produces a potent venom extremely toxic to humans and other primates but uh, this is something only so ironic only god could do it it's harmless to many other animals but to us Kendall. This is because these animals produce antibodies that bind to and neutralize toxins uh, that other primates cannot. Isn't it weird? How are people extracting molecules from things? Do you understand that? No. I mean, I don't understand how Ferris wheels work, or, but so I don't get it. But hey, there's somebody that knows how to do something, you know, or there's always somebody that knows how to do everything. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I get, I, I just, but I really don't understand it. In the same way, I never understood, you know, a cassette tape or a CD. How is there music on that? I don't get it. I do. It's one not of the get eight it. wonders of the world. I never got it. <laughs> Still don't get it. <laughs> but what, and you, I never did. You would think you would understand with all those singles you've been making. <laughs> I, I just put my trust and faith in the machinery, <laughs> and I, that's all I can do. Uh, I've, I've, you know, you would think, right? That's yeah. like Ben and Jerry saying, "I just don't get how ice cream is made," but the, it is the truth. I, uh, I don't get it. No. Well, so. Cliff, you might if you go for some ice cream, make sure that you don't get the fat-tailed scorpion ice cream because that could kill you. Oh, oh. The, uh, Imagine t- if I got the fat-tailed scorpion <laughs> ice cream with some hogbush, or what was that stuff that reminded me of you? The hogweed yeah. sprinkled on top. Oh, death well, in a bowl. You'd be out, out cold, Cliff. The Tunisian variety of the scorpion is responsible for approximately 90% of deaths from scorpion stings in North America, causing up to 400 deaths a year. Oh. It'll, it'll kill a person within six hours. What if you got a fat-tailed scorpion sting and you had six hours to live? Well, what would you do, Kendall? I'd uh, probably eat. Eat. I mean, if if there wasn't anything I could do about it, you know. Well, just make sure in your last six hours of Earth you don't go swimming in the ocean and get stung by a box jellyfish. Oh, Ooh. God. No. Because, you know, oh... They strike at the heart, nervous system, and skin cells, and death 
can result very quickly. You could go into shock and drown, possibly even dying of heart failure before you reach the source. So imagine, don't spend your last six hours like that, Kendall. Avoid that at all costs. I try to avoid the ocean for that reason anyway. But, you know, like, it just surprises me how many things on this planet that will kill us and how small they are, like a scorpion or this blue-ringed octopus, which is only the size of a golf ball, but its venom is debilitating and deadly, and it can cause respiratory failure within 10 minutes, death within 30 minutes, and one bite can kill 26 people. Mm. And there is no antidote. So if you get a blue-ringed octopus bite... Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, it's curtains. That's it. Curtains. Curtains, J-Rod. Now, uh, speaking of curtains... The striated surgeon fish. You remember that Weird Al ocean theme parody? Like a surgeon fish. This one, this was, that was what this was about. They are one of the few known herbivores that are poisonous. There's you and there's the striated surgeon fish that are poisonous. What makes them so poisonous? You may be asking, well, just like the cow that killed our gay president's mother. It's what they ate. Number two. Oh, no. sorry. You're going to be dropping a big number two. <laughs> when, because this fish eats algae, which means it occasionally ingests dinoflagellates, which when concentrated produce a toxin known to cause neurological damage to humans and can be fatal. The oh. most common surgeon fish is the blue tang, which is non-toxic and also, I'm sure, a failed spinoff of regular orange tang. <laughs> but the, those tang cannot digest the dinoflagellates, and that's what makes them toxic. So if you get bitten by a blue tang, <gasps> you're okay. But, mmm, <gasps> striated surgeon fish, again, curtains. I better be writing these down. Now, this other, I've got one more big one for you. Ah. Th this one, it it kind of surprised me. But so I did, I saw a video on TikTok the other day, one of my favorite places to go peruse. And um, this guy had a catfish and it was like up next to him. And he was like in all this pain and people were like commenting. And they're like, it's not even that close to you. And I didn't get it until I was researching for this show Catfish, the majority of them, are venomous and inflict incredibly painful wounds via strong, hollow ray fins. The proteins are potent enough to hospitalize any unlucky person and even cause death. So I just think that's great. People go out and stick their hands in rocks and go catfish noodling or whatever they call it. Aren't they terrified they're going to get stung by catfish? I don't know, Kendall. They're don't seem terrified when they're jamming their hands well, they should down be. their throat. I would be terrified. I'm terrified just watching. I'm also terrified of the rough-skinned Newt, Kendall. <laughs> don't, don't go looking for Eye of Newt when these rough-skinned ones, okay? They produce tetrodotoxin, <gasps> and they store it in their skins, and oh no, oh my god, that's how they defend themselves from predators. So if you pick one up, just realize, dead is what you will soon be. Just like if you run into a poison dart frog. I, I, don't, even, I don't even have to explain to you how they, how they get you. I was just going to say, I didn't even want to bring up all the poisonous frogs, you know, out of respect no. for you. 
Oh, the look over there. The, yeah, the, oh, is it a she, cane toad? A no, cane there's nothing toad poisonous. Thing, uh, Mrs. Oh, Potter Butter Butter Churn has got them pulling up all the plants that they planted over there that were too deep, it looks like. Oh, good. Oh, she, and then Mr. Snowbomb, he's going over and he's feeding those plants to the, the lion that keeps yawning. In oh, the we lion better be careful. Den. It's a good thing we came today. Because, like, all this misinformation, they would have been just touting out to the public here in Busheltown. It's, you know, it's God works in mysterious ways, although I don't understand why he would make something like the Asian tiger snake. Oh, so toxic. Oh, you know why? Because they eat fucking toxic cane toads. Oh, see? Well, you know, even butterflies eat like toxic milkweed plants, which we didn't even mention, but (gasps) they can eat it just fine. Monarch butterflies, it is. And then uh, birds don't like the taste of monarch butterflies because they eat the milkweed poison. So that's just that's just amazing. Wow, that is amazing, Kendall. <laughs> I think it's amazing. That is. Were you were you just talking about the blue capped ifrit? Uh, no, I was talking about the no? blue ringed octopus. Oh well, this is another blue animal. It's blue double D double nine. <laughs> it's a blue bird. Uh, but not the bluebird of happiness. This one is one of the few birds to have developed the use of chemical weapons. Ew, it's Ouch. just awful. It is. A lot Ouch of, is right. A lot of blue things are poisonous. There's a blue, splo- uh, blue spotted stingray that is the most venomous of all stingrays. It's I wonder why the blueness is just, they're like, we better put blue on it, it's poisonous. Uh, also, that blue toilet water is very poisonous, so don't drink it, Kendall. Uh-oh. Don't do it, no matter how tasty it looks. You think, is this that blue Kool-Aid, like Great Blue Dini? No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, now, you know, and snakes, Cliff. We're here in the snakes. reptile room. There's yes, a lot of snakes that will kill you, like the king cobra, <laughs> the saw scaled viper, the uh. the boom slang. Boom slang can open its jaw like 170 degrees <laughs> when biting. That's terrifying. Well, it's just why would who thought of that? Why? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you said, the world, the Lord works in mysterious ways. We don't know. We may never know. But what I do know is I do want to get out of this reptile room because now I'm really afraid of all these reptiles. I'm just, I'm, I know that there's two levels of glass, but what if one of them crawls through? Well, I don't like them either, but I, even more than that, I really want some popcorn. <laughs> all right. Well, let's kill two venomous birds with one stone <laughs> and leave. Just end the show. Let's end the show. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been another great episode. Tune in for another great episode next week. Anything else, Kendall? Any parting words of Um, wisdom? No, I don't. I have some parting words, but uh, no parting words. Thank God everyone's either turned off or asleep by now. (laughs) Hear that? All right. Show. All right. We'll see you next week. Stay away from poisonous things, that's what I'll say. I know I could have said the love and not about knowing what to say. Instead of making love, we both made a ceremony. And now I hear found somebody new, and that I never meant that much to you.